The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. At the end, the girls have to pick a guy, and if they pick an F-boy over a nice guy, so there's a $100,000 pot, the F-boy gets to keep all of it or decide how to split it. If she picks an F boy and if she picks a nice guy, they split the pot 50 50. So dumb. It's great television. It's how, many, how many episodes stupid. are there? Uh, I think there's like 10 per season. Let's see. Um, how how, yeah, how long is each episode? Uh, they're like an hour. Okay. <sighs> how many seasons? They just started season three. Okay. By the way, Meller, your uh, fair play recommendation, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost the opposite of, of my recommendation. Critically acclaimed, 87% on Rotten Tomatoes if you buy that okay. sort of stuff by the, by the critics. But not the fans. The audience score is only getting 51% right now. Hmm. I liked it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I wa- you know, sometimes I give recs that I'm looking forward to seeing. I watched this one last week and I enjoyed it. So it's not a four-star movie, but I would give it three. Yeah. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's WMVP Chicago, ESPN 1000, WSHE HD2 Chicago. And this Friday, you've made it to your weekend. We are oh, uninterrupted yeah. right now. Whether you want to talk some Bears with us, you want to talk some Tyson Bajant and his first start. Uh, Justin Fields, of course, was officially ruled out today. There was good news at Hallis Hall. Uh, Darnell Wright did practice in full today. Now, they don't practice as hard on a Friday, but... They were optimistic about him possibly playing today. So that would be a huge deal if they get their right tackle uh, to play after Thursday, yesterday, him being shut down at practice for a bad shoulder. But it is something to keep your eye on. It looks like Brian Hoyer is starting for the Raiders. Yes. So it's going to be the old Tyson Bajant against Brian Hoyer matchup. Something none Whoever of us had that on their bingo card when the season began. Come on down. You've won a lot of money. Yes. Uh, Danny and I were having a debate based on his debate with Carmen DeFalco earlier in the day. I don't know if you well, heard this. the debate. This is like he's upset that he's not going to get to see Jimmy G. He says, like, boy, I'm really disappointed I'm not going to get to see Jimmy G. Well, I don't want to see Jimmy G because the Raiders are a better football team with Jimmy G. His claim is he wants to see Jimmy G, that Jimmy G's a brand. And I said, if Jimmy G's a brand, Jimmy G is Radio Shack. That, like, Jimmy, the, um, Jimmy G is an older, broken-down brand. Jimmy G right now is Xerox. Jimmy G isn't, first of all, he's not top-shelf brand of anything these days. I would think he'd be a brand that is overpriced. So what are you spending too much money on that you're not getting your return on your investment? See, my thought is his best days are past. He's he, like, it was, it, was it ever great to begin with? He was never top tier ever. He was in the perfect system. And I don't think he was ever truly great to begin with. And I think his best days... Have passed. So I was looking for, like, to me, it's not like if you want to see a great star, and that's what Carmen was saying. Like, we've seen Brady, we've seen Mahomes. This is not the same category. No, and like, and I know what you're saying. You're getting to see the backup, but like, Jimmy G to me, and I know he's a local product. Maybe if you went to high school with him, you'd be upset that you don't get to see one of your buddies play at Soldier Field. 
But what what kind of a, a brand name? If Jimmy G was a brand, what brand would he be? Hmm. I don't know. I I think he's he's been a good quarterback. He's never been a great quarterback. Um, What's a really good looking brand, but no substance? That's my point. That or an expensive because, brand that doesn't have is that. Look, there's value there, but there the price tag is 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 higher good. than your value. Something that like looks really good, but it doesn't taste as good as it looks. That sounded creepy, but you know, like yes, he's more. He's he's a very good looking dude. Yeah, he, he's one of those. You know what? One of those like one of those cupcake shops. That charges you five dollars for a cupcake. Yes, it that's good. That's looks, really good. It looks outstanding. You're, you're like, like yeah, it's a cupcake. And then you, yeah, then you buy it, it and you're like, eh. there are some of those bakeries that really serve the great cupcakes, and then there are ones that do have like a bunch of stuff on it, and it's an eight dollar cupcake, and then you bite into it, and it's still dry, and yes. it's not very good. That's basically Jimmy G right now. Ticket to a Bears game. You're saying the Jimmy G as a brand is a ticket to a Bears game. Right now. It's a very expensive ticket, isn't it? Very expensive price tag. Are you getting from it what you thought you were going to get? Maybe a ticket to a Bulls game. Okay. You know. Ticket to a White Sox game? <laughs> well, that's not as expensive. You know, you're paying like... For the lower level, one hundred level. But my for, point is, is I'm still, game. I'm still enjoying the Bears game, even though the right. product There's, hasn't been great. The, the Bears games are only one of eight regular season games. So that's my point. Bulls games are like one of forty. Okay, but you get my point. The Bears game, what you've seen at Soldier Field from our team. When was the last time we won a home game? Uh, sub- I believe it's September 25th of 2022 against the Houston Texans. How much does it cost to go? Mallard, you buy tickets. $150 I mean, it depends ticket? on what yeah. I, I, mean, I feel like it's closer to 200 Okay, but is my it, point is, is... the average ticket that much? It's, okay. it's not quite 200 but it's like 180 What's the 400 level ticket these days? Yeah, it's like around 180 most, okay. you know, what? spots. So wow. my, my point is, I'm still going. I enjoy football. Am I getting... $400 worth of entertainment for my team that hasn't won to get from since when on, at home? When when was the last time they won at home? I believe it's September 25th, 2022. So you're paying a premium for a product that is good but not great. Jimmy G's a ticket to the Bears game. 312-332-3776. Uh, let's go to uh, Mark in uh, Dublin. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mark? Hey, guys. Hey, love Mark. you. Love your show. Thank you. Which Dublin are you in again? Are you in Dublin, Ohio, or Dublin? Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Ohio. Okay, cool. I'm right down the street from Cincinnati, baby. <laughs> All right, baby. I'm not sure everyone in Cincinnati talks like that. Whenever they Mark did, calls, he, Mark that, was always... my, that was my hot radio uh, voice. Mark yeah. always cracks me up. <laughs> anyway, guys, my, uh, I work with the guy who is the uncle of Tyson Bajan. All right. And yeah, and so for like literally the last four years, I've been force fed, uh, you know, videos of his phone uh, watching Tyson Bajan play. And, you know, the first couple of times I'm like, all right, dude, he's D2. Let's, let's, you know, slow the roll a little bit. But I, I gotta say, as I've watched these videos of him in games and uh, different, different situations, 
he's he can really throw the rock once he can once he gets comfortable and he's you know he's he's in a space that he knows what he's doing. I get that that's not going to be the case on Sunday. It's going to be completely different. But I I've really grown to like this kid over time, and um, I'm I'm really hopeful that he's just going to ball out on Sunday. Mark, you know I'm really interested in seeing him perform as well. I have no ridiculous expectations. He's played a ton of football, as you said, regardless of where it was. Shepherd University Division II. He's played a ton of ball. He understands the position. He knows how to play the position. I hope he goes out there and plays really, really well. I'm very interested to see how he will handle the step up in class. That's just natural. I'm not telling you he can't do it. I'm not telling you he's going to be overwhelmed. I don't think he will. But you don't know until you've seen it. And there's more intrigue with someone who's coming from a smaller program there than there is a kid that's coming from a big program, fair or unfair. So I don't expect that the bright lights and the big stage are going to intimidate him. I'm just interested to see if, in fact, his game translates to the NFL level. And I know he's confident that it will. And I know there are a lot of people out there that feel that it will. We'll find out. If you don't know his story, he was a good high school player, and they were hoping that he was going to get a scholarship offer out of high school from West Virginia, his state school. And in the end, they were they were recruiting him, and they were flirting with him. And in the end, they said, well, "You know what? We're going to hold off. We're not going to get. We're not going to offer you." So then it was to Plan B, and then he was getting some other scholarship offers from smaller schools that weren't winning programs. And his dad did not want him to go to a a one of those schools that had losing records, where maybe were a, a tad higher than Shepherd. So he went, that's their school in town that his dad went to and that he grew up going to their games. So he already felt comfortable with that school. So he's like, look, I'm, I feel comfortable with the program. They win. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to stay at Shepherd. And if you won- love playing the game, then he made the right decision because he got the opportunity to play all four years, every single game. Yeah. And, and it was a winning program. Absolutely. He won their Heisman Trophy of Division Two, He had a chance in the transfer portal, I told you this, with the COVID year, where he could have gone to a, a couple of schools. I forget which Division One schools that were recruiting him when he was in the portal. And in the end, he just decided, I, I'm, I feel good about where I am. I have a chance to be drafted. I'm going to stay at Shepard. And a lot of people thought when he went to the Senior Bowl that he was going to be a sixth or seventh round pick. Right. That he still would be drafted. In the end, he didn't get drafted. He had a decent senior bowl, um, and then he was a priority free agent by the Bears. It's a, it's a great story. It really is. Everybody likes a long shot. Everybody likes the underdog. So I think that there'll be a lot of people cheering for him, for sure. You know, I'm excited to see him play. Um, I'm just telling you, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know exactly what to expect. None. Again, I think that I, I don't think he'll be overwhelmed. I don't think that you'll see confusion. Like, when he was in there, you didn't see illegal procedures. You didn't see, you know, um, you know they didn't, they, they, they didn't wreck the, the play clock. Like, uh, most of the stuff, it functioned in a pretty rhythmic fashion. I will not be shocked one bit if he throws for 220 yards, a couple of touchdowns, and an interception, and the Bears somehow eke out a win. I won't be shocked by that. I wouldn't shock me either. I won't be shocked either if, he's, if he struggles a bit. Like, I, 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 I'm... 
But I will, like, on the other side of it, I'm not going to be shocked by a fairly good game. Like a 90 quarterback uh, rating with, with, with some decent play. I yeah, won't be shocked I, I by it. I'm with you. I don't have this strong feeling how it's going to go. I just don't. I just don't. I mean, I, all I can tell you is what I saw in training camp and what I saw in, in, in preseason, and that's not always a great judge of how it's going to go in the regular season. But They've got weapons. Like, use your weapons. Use Mooney. Use Tyler Scott, like you said, your guy that you've worked with a lot. You've got DJ Moore. Use Cole Komet. Use Tunyon. Use your running game. They still have Deontay Foreman, who I would have liked to see carry the ball a little bit more than Evans to start the game. Wear down the defense a little bit more. The Bears don't have a team that is lacking skill guys. If anything, they have lacked using all of their skill guys completely for whatever reason. Whether it's Getze, whether it's the offensive line, whether it's Fields not finding guys who should be you being used and are open. The Bears have enough, in my opinion, in that huddle to be utilized. It's up to him yeah. to... And, and run the ball. I mean, it's what you do. If you have, you, you have some... Some uncertainty with your offensive line. The easiest thing for an offensive lineman to do is put his hand in the ground and go forward. It's harder to take, you know, to take all of your pass drops and try to keep a pass rusher away from your quarterback. That's more difficult. So let your guys get into a little bit of a rhythm. Run the football. Foreman is, is a very good runner. I mean, over 900 yards last year after they traded Christian McCaffrey. So What did he have last confident. week, 80 yards? Uh, I don't think 70, it was quite that many. 70-some? But he was... I thought it was like 60. Was it 60-something? But, I, I mean, he's, an, he's definitely he's an NFL running back, so use it. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see it. The, I mean, and, and the, the Raiders are a solid defense. Max Crosby is a fabulous player. They're a solid defense. They're pretty good. They're not great. Did you see this? This just crossed the wire. This is totally off football. Our guy, uh, John Shire. Did not see uh, Duke just extended John Shire through 2028-29. Good they gave for him. him. A six Congra- year, six year contract extension. Congrats to him. How about that? I like it. Did Whoa. you see what Coach K wanted to do today? What do you want to do? He wants a cameo on the Bear. Come on. Are you being serious? No, I'm being serious. Yeah. I hope to to meet him in person when I go there for uh, for for my game that I'm going to see Duke play with my family. I want to meet uh, Coach K. I've never really met him in person because I think I, I've heard he hangs around there. Oh, we know that. You need to get him to hold Braxton or Mason and take a picture. He with can. Him. They're too. He, they're too oh, big no, to be come held. On. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do Braxton's it. Braxton's like seventy some pounds. I know. These days. I saw him with his shirt yeah, off. He's a big. He's got a little. He, he's got to lose the tummy. No, just I wouldn't get, let my kids around him. Just do. Oh, oh stop, stop it. it! You stop it. You know, Mason was born in the same neighborhood that Coach K grew up in. Was he Ukrainian really? Village, yeah. Nice. Just get Braxton and do some push-ups. Just yeah, do some push-ups. He's got to lose the boobs like nah, Daddy just, needs to nah, lose the boobs. just do a few push-ups, little kid push-ups. So you'll be fine. Uh, T.O., you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, T.O.? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Thank Good. You. Love your show. Thank you. Can I have two questions? Yeah, come on. Let's do it. The first one is about, you know, with... Uh, Jim Harbaugh and the Bears? Yes. Would you guys like him to come to the Bears? Because I heard this morning Cap saying that he would like it, but I I heard another radio station, they they, they said they don't want him near the Bears. So you want to, what do you guys think about that? I will say, first of all, before you ask your second question, 
Jim Harbaugh, I will say this. Jim Harbaugh isn't for everybody. But Jim Harbaugh has won wherever he has gone. Mm-hmm. San Diego, Stanford, the San Francisco 49ers, Michigan Wolverines. Everywhere Jim has gone, they've won. They've gotten better everywhere. Yes. So, again, not, not everybody's cup of tea. But a guy that has had success wherever he's been. Okay, so I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah, me too. Like like uh, again, and 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 he's a dynamic guy that is a program builder. And what do the Bears need at this point? They need a program builder. They could use an identity. Yeah. They really could. And I'm not saying that identity wins you games, but if you can win games and have an identity. And build your program. Now we got a little bit of momentum in yeah, town. Yeah, and like again, we we've talked about coordinators. Greg Roman is out of work right now. Greg Roman used to be his offensive coordinator. He could do worse than Jim Harbaugh and Greg Roman to start things off as your head coach and offensive coordinator. Sign up then one of your di- if Ron Rivera gets fired. Hey, how about Jim Harbaugh with his old teammate Ron Rivera as his defensive coordinator? And now you've got Harbaugh, Roman, Rivera. That's a pretty good coaching staff, no? We can work with it. Okay. Tio, you sound sad. Everything good? Yes. Okay. So my second question is more like for for Jeff. Um, Is he going to be what to watch tomorrow? Um, He will be watching the Merseyside Derby at 6 in the morning. You're damn right, Tio. You know Liverpool, Everton boys. Big. uh... Oh, really? Thanks. Oh, hang up. Thank you. Thanks, Tio. All right. He knows I will be. 6.30 a.m., boys, uh, early kickoff for Liverpool. So wake up early, get some coffee, mm, watch some football. Is that, a big game? is that a big game or just a, a regular season game? It's So, no, it's a Premier League game, regular season. But uh, it's a rivalry game. It's kind of like Bears-Packers, Liverpool-Everton. So that's one team dominates the other for years and years and years. <laughs> that's right? fine, yeah. Which Liverpool, one's the Packers? Liverpool would be the Packers. That's your team, right? Yes. Yes. I will wake up early and watch it, yes. Uh, Jay in Indiana, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jay? Fellas, Jay. privilege to talk to you. Privilege to talk to you. Long-time Bears fan. Uh, man, I say we just let Bajant roll. If we catch lightning in a bottle, now we can evaluate the rest of the team, which is the whole point of this year to begin with. Am I right? Yes, including year, the quarterback. I mean, this year was mostly about trying, for me, in terms of evaluations, it was about evaluating the, the quarterback. Tommy, you're correct. And I, I feel bad for Mr. Justin Fields. I hope he gets better. Come on back and let's go. But right now, focus on this game right here. Beat the Raiders' ass. Sorry. Yeah. And let's, let's, let's evaluate the rest of the team. and Keep Mr. Poles, just get us a team ready. We need a winner. Let's go. Let's go. That's all I got to say. Right. I'll listen to y'all. Thank I you, love Jay. y'all's program. I listen to you every day. Thank you, Thank buddy. You, Jay. Let's go Appreciate Bears. It. Thanks. Let's go Bears. Jay's ready. I mean, Look, this I is what a week does. He guesses you up, and now all of a sudden you got people believing. I think they're going to win now all of a sudden. <laughs> what the I hell? I don't think they're going to, you know, like he said, you, you know, cut him loose. I think that's what they said, or let him do his thing. Let him cook. I don't think they're going to hold back. I think, I think they've told him, look, you go be you. But just oh, realize. Don't start that again. Well, you know what I'm saying. You be the player that you need to be. And I'm not trying to neuter him and his aggressive approach. Just be aware of, you know, the opponent is different at this level. Hey, be smart. Go out there and uh, be you. And don't forget to find out the whys. 
Oh, you stop yourself over there. I don't even take us down that road. And by the way, first and foremost, take care of the football. We gave Justin a lot of heat and a lot of hell for not taking care of the football earlier in his career. We gave him hell for not taking care of the football against the Broncos. Yeah. Tyson Bajan. Well, we gave, gave you, you hell. hell. Last week. Yes, about not taking care of the football. Yes. So job one for the quarterback is make sure that you're taking care of the football. You will not win games in this league turning it over three times a Sunday. Yes. James and us, we go. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, James? Hey, gentlemen. How are you? We're good. good. James. So I'm just calling. I'm just kind of, I find it interesting that uh, I'm not a big Jimmy G guy by any means, but it just seems to me like in general, he doesn't get a lot of credit for the good things that he's done. And I don't know if it's just because he's good-looking and people just are like, he's Jealousy. too good-looking, he can't be good. He can't be good at quarterback, he's too handsome. You know what I mean? Because he has done, he's been successful pretty much, right? Yeah. Like, I was at a Bears game a couple of years ago where he kind of single-handedly destroyed my day. Look, I think, Jim, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo was ever going to fit into the great quarterback conversation. But he's, you okay. know, he's been the quarterback of a lot of winning football games. I believe his touchdown-interception ratio is pretty good. His quarterback rating is pretty good. He's been in a system with a great play caller. And, um, you know, I think that he's had a very nice career. That's cool. He played in the Super Bowl, right? They lost to Kansas City? Correct, yes. Remember, he overthrew. Yeah, he made. Which receiver he, was it? Right. Emmanuel Sanders? Had, had he been a little bit more accurate, they may have won that he, Super like, Bowl. Like, again, I'm not, I'm not telling you that he hasn't had a nice career for a guy coming out of Eastern, coming out of Rolling Meadows. He's had a nice career. He's never thrown for 30 touchdowns, he's never thrown for 4,000 yards. He's never been able to stay healthy. That's a big thing. You know what I mean? Uh, he had a, 2019 was his best year. He almost threw for 4,000 yards, completed nearly 70% of his passes. That was his best year. 16 games, uh, 3,978 yards, 27 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. We would take that every day of the, of the week. Uh, what was his quarterback rating that year? Not sure. Uh, I'm looking at the stats. But a, a, a pretty good year. Other than that, 3,800 yards one year with a with 20 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, not even 2-1. to one. I, I'm just saying that he's he's never been, you know, like this. When, when, when Zetterman says to me, I'm mad that I'm not going to see Jimmy G. He's a brand. Yeah, I don't know that the brand. The brand seems a little strong. Yeah, uh, Jimmy. Jimmy is forty three and nineteen as a starter. Completed sixty eight percent of sixty seven point six percent of his passes. But yards per attempt eight point two. Ninety four touchdowns. Fifty interceptions. He's got a career ninety eight quarterback rating. He has struggled with interceptions and fumbling the football. He's fumbled it thirty one times. Lost it eleven. I personally think he's had a good career. It's nowhere close to great. He's never been able to stay healthy for a considerate oh. period of time. Guess who's joining us next? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber's going to join us. Uh, Red, the new Mr. October. Yes. Kyle Schwarber joining us uh, coming up next. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. 
the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. And he sends that one to right, hit deep. Carroll turns and it's gone. A line drive home run. Kyle Schwarber is second in his many games. Schwarber, a high drive into right center. He's watching. It's flying. Goodbye. Schwarber strikes again. Well, that man has done the impossible. He has made me root for a team from Philadelphia. <laughs> he, is, uh, he is always a guy that we will claim, even though he... May not even remember who the hell we are. We remember him. We do. We always will remember. Uh, the great Kyle Schwarber joining us right now from Arizona before game four between the Phillies and Diamondbacks. Let's go there live on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline and pick it up with our old friend Kyle Schwarber. Schwarbs, how you feeling today? Come on, guys. Jesse always seems to find me. And, uh <laughs> Always, always we'll, we'll bring it up. So it's always good to talk to old friends. How we doing? Hey, did you think when you were in Middletown High School that it's at one point your name was going to be mentioned in the same sentence as Reggie Jackson? Uh, absolutely not. So I mean, uh, you know, that's a it's a pretty cool, uh, you know, obviously a pretty cool thing. And I think I think it's more going to be, uh, you know, whenever this is all done, whenever I'm back home and I'm done playing baseball one day and. Be able to kind of look back on all the accomplishments you make in, in the game, and uh, but you know, right now I think it's just more about trying to find a way to win a game right now and trying to uh, keep going. And is that what you're most proud of? Uh, even though you focus here on Game Four, but the winning and doing it in the big moments. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I think the, the biggest thing, you know, I, I, I've been really lucky to be on a lot of really talented teams and. Um, you know, and being able to be in the postseason, you know, every year except one. And, uh, you know, it, it really is so much fun to be in the postseason and to, to try to make runs and uh, try to go deep in the postseason. You know, obviously winning World Series in Chicago, yeah, an unbelievable experience and trying to trying to make more memories as we keep going on. Kyle, tell us what it's like to be part of this Phillies team because we've watched jealously and watched the excitement and the atmosphere in your home ballpark and watched the excitement that you all share as a team. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just such another – it's just a great group. You know, I mean, when you, know, you, you have a group like we, we have where, you know, we, we have kids that are coming into their own. We've got a, a group of established veterans. Uh, you know, we we, we got – homegrown, you know, we, we got a really good mix of uh, one talent on paper, but, you know, two of the personalities of this, this team is just A-plus and the way that we're going about our business and trying to, you know, we're investing in each other and we're, we're trying to, we're trying to win. We're trying to win for ourselves. We're trying to win for our city. And, you know, when you, when you're able to play in a, you know, an environment like we have in Philadelphia, uh, you know, it, it, and there's 46,000 of us willing you on to, to try to find a way to win a game, and they're willing the, the other team to try to throw a wrench in their plan. Uh, you know, you, you can't ask for anything more. You know, you played with Castellanos in Chicago. Waddle and I have tried to sum him up. Um, is, is, is he gotten quirkier, or is this who he's always been? 
<laughs> that's Nicky, man. That's, you know, that's Nicky. You know, I, you know, Nick is uh, you know, Nick, Nick, and you know, he, and that's uh, and it's great. You know, what I mean, like it's it's uh, you know, the more that any way that we can let him be himself and feel feel the the, the be be himself and be as free as he can out there and uh, you know, one on the field at home, whatever it is, you know. That that's what we want to do, and he's he's uh, such a such a great personality to be around. Kyle, who's the, the leader, the vocal leader of, of your team inside that clubhouse? You know, I, I think the beautiful thing about this team is that we don't really, you know, there's not like one certain guy, right? Like, the, you know, we have such a good group of you know older you know guys who have been established, playing the game for a long time, and guys who want to win and. You know, we're not afraid to all have conversations. I think that's what the beautiful thing is, is, you know, we all talk. You know, it's not like, you know, it's not all always, you know, hey, great job. You know, we talk about what we can do better. What do we need to improve on? Uh, you know, so, like, that, that that's what makes a team. And, you know, when we can all do that and come together and, and try to figure it out, you know, that, that that's the best thing. You know, it doesn't have to be one guy. It's it's always a mix of different individuals. They were saying on ESPN the other day that while Bryce Harper's the face, you're the heartbeat. Would you agree with that? Um, well, it's a nice thing to say. I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to do everything I can to, you know, help out anyone, help my, help the team, you know, or. You know, whatever it is, and assisting in the clubhouse, everyone makes each other feel welcomed. Everyone makes each other feel like we're trying to win. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to, like I said, it, you don't have to fingers that, you know, who's who. We got such a great group of individuals and a great group of players on paper that, um, you know, it, 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 it's just, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I'm just going to try to do my job every single day and uh, go from there. I know you're all about the team, but when, when I take you through the postseason memories, whether it's Philadelphia, Chicago, and I'm asking you to look for one home run, the memorable one, the one that you'll point to most in circle and say, that's the one that I remember most, which one sticks out? I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. We, we, you can ask me I'm done playing. Uh, I was going to say, maybe can, it hasn't happened can, yet. You can mark me. You can mark me on the show whenever I get to, whenever that, that last day is. Whenever I'm done playing, and we'll have that. We'll have that talk. I, I I have no clue to be honest with you. What 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 do you do in the moment, Kyle, to slow it all down? Though in the biggest moments, um, you know, I think the biggest thing is the experience factor of just being able to have been there and been in high pressure situations from such a young young part of my career to where. You know, now you're, you're already, you know, you're, you're older, established, and um, you've been in those situations before, and you kind of just know how to handle it. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Do I get nervous? Absolutely. I get nervous all the time. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you want to call it nerves, anxious, whatever. You know, it's, it's, it's natural. But to be able to contain that and put it out and focus in the right direction, is that's what it's all about. I'm here for all the tough questions. Who's got the best hair and the best swag inside your clubhouse? <laughs> best hair? Oh, man. That's a tough question. We'll go, uh, I mean, I feel like it has to either go to, like, 
foam marsh or cave with like the hair. Yeah. And I mean, swag. How do you not? You know, how do you not say Harper? You know, like the guy that's guy guys oozing swag. Those Nick Nick's oozing swag, right? Like. You know, it's definitely not me. I dress like a you know the thirty eight year old dad. So, you know. <laughs> I, my favorite part of your series though was you going from first to third on a oh, Harper yeah. single. I was I was screaming at my With television. Carl get Lewis. there! Get there! Get there! <laughs> By the way, hey, got to got to find a way to get extra ninety any way you can. <laughs> I, I when Harper hit the home run, I believe it was on his birthday, and he before he crossed home plate, and he he gave you the thirty one, and he blew out the candles or whatever it was. I thought that was the swaggiest moment of the series. <laughs> well, he said it was always his dream to play on his birthday. And uh, he was able to play on his birthday and hit the big home run. So yeah. um, that's a, I'm sure that's a, that's a really cool moment for him. And, you know, I wish I could play a big league game on my birthday, but I'm born in March. I get spring <laughs> training birthdays. <laughs> it's not bad either. Hey, we appreciate it. Uh, yep. Hit a pool shot for us, okay? When you hit hey, one in the pool tonight, that's yeah. dedicated to us, all right? Hey, I, I mean, I, if it happens, it happens. I just want to get a win. Uh, I'll take a I'll take a 30 chopper. I don't care. I just need something. <laughs> just, we just want to get a win at the end of the day. You're the best. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing, all right? Thanks, all right? Kyle. Thanks. Appreciate your time. There Bye-bye. you go. There's Kyle Schwerber. Yeah. Before game four of the NLCS. We're still talking best. to him. Yeah. Before NLCS is. He's I'm in it every year. I'm dropping four units down on a Schwerber home run tonight. In the pool. Yes. He's one of my favorite he, guys to talk he, to. He, he is like, and he is just one of those guys. And he reminds me a lot of Erlacher when Erlacher yeah. played, where he's just a dude. He's just a guy who is happens to be great at a sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And he's just a kid who loves to play the sport. I have to say, like, I, I don't follow all of this stuff as closely as others in terms of, like, different teams in different cities. I can't remember a team that had, like, more pizzazz than this one in recent. I mean, you've got Harper, you've got Castellanos, you've got him, you've got Trey Turner. I mean, this is a pretty good group, not just of great players, but personalities as well. I was saying to you the other day, when you look, when they beat the Braves, up and down the Braves lineup statistically this year, the Braves had one of the all-time greatest seasons as a team ever. However, you looked at the Phillies lineup, and like you could easily make the argument that by name, power, and just because you know Harper was, he came back slow from his his uh, his uh, Tommy John surgery. Trey Turner had such a slow start to the season, but on paper, the Phillies lineup was just as compelling yeah. as what the Braves brought to the table. And when I like you've and talked you about had the personality as well. Yeah, the postseason home run leaders. Do you think right now? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Schwarber ends up the all-time postseason home run wow. leader. When it's all of a sudden, he's what is he like ten, eleven behind Manny Ramirez yeah, all right. time? It, like it, it, when you're on a roll, you think it's for sure going to happen, but you know how it could go, yeah. Mallard. Sure, where you're right. All of a sudden, you may not make another postseason. Like right. you think you're going to make everyone, and then you don't make anyone anymore. Well, the problem might be is that uh, Jose Altuve keeps hitting them too. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Jose number two he's now? second. He's twenty second. Yeah. yeah, he's got twenty five. And again, like, and I did the same thing, but someone responded when I was. Uh, talking about Reggie Jackson and something during um, crosstalk, and they're like, "There's so many guys. There's so many more rounds now." As you pointed out, he has what, like a hundred less at bats than Reggie? Well, yeah, his play, his plate appearances. Schwarber has 241 plate appearances in which he's hit his 18 home runs, yeah. whereas Reggie Jackson, it took him 318.
plate appearances. So wait, a two, well, how much was it? So Schwarber has done it in 241 plate appearances. And, and 318 for Reggie? Correct. So that, I mean, like, that's 75 less. Yeah. And meanwhile... That's, that's, that's crazy. pretty damn good. More well, rounds, yes, but... But less plate appearance. In terms of home runs per plate appearance, only Nelson Cruz, who has 18 as well, rivals Schwarber. Otherwise, he's by far and away the, the most home runs per plate appearance. And again, like I've always said it, there's something about, you know, the, you can never judge. You, they, you, they always say you can never measure clutch. You yeah. can never do it. There's no stat you can do it. But when you're a rookie and you're playing in your first wild card game, winner must go home and, and you hit one in the river. Yeah. And then you're playing the Cardinals. And I've seen so many Cubs players choke. I've seen them all choke. I've seen all players make errors. I've seen it go through Leon Durham's legs. I've seen teams that should have won lose. I've seen Alex Gonzalez, the gold glover. I've seen them all. And then against the Cardinals, hit one in and, and, and a game uh, game four, hit one on the scoreboard. I've seen him come back from uh, a devastating knee injury in six months to hit 412 in a World Series and start the game-winning rally in a game seven in the 10th inning. Like, that doesn't happen. Nope. And then it's it's happened over and over and over and over again throughout his career in some of the biggest games he's played in. He's such a tone setter, too, as a leadoff hitter. Like, when he steps in a plate and hits a dinger, like, in Philly, you thought the building was coming down. It's contagious, yeah. And, yes, he'll he'll go on, uh, like, it's it's unconventional with the batting average. But, again, the OPS is what you got to keep your eye on. It's the on-base plus slug. He hit 197 average this year. His OPS was 817. And you'll always take over 800. Yeah. You will always love that. Hit 47 dingers. You will always love that. He's hit over, what, 95 home runs in the last two years? 47 he, and one. La- last year he hit 46. This year he hit 47. So, so he's hit 93. 93, 93 ding-dongs in two years. It's um, crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, and, and someone points out the Phillies also paid like $500 million for their lineup. I applaud their owner. Of course. I applaud the owner who, like, it's been... Why are we holding that against them? No, it's been more quiet. Like, the Dodgers get a lot of pub for that. The Mets get a lot of pub for that. They had a really good team, and they're like, you know what? We're going to sign Trey Turner to that team. We're going to keep on adding. There's not a lot of homegrown guys on that team. They've added. It's, It's a good challenge to Tom Ricketts. Hey, it's good to have homegrown to set the foundation. Now it's time to sign some guys. Yes. All right, we're going to crosstalk with Black and Abdallah. That's coming up next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Black and Abdallah here for a uh, Friday All Calls Welcome. Always a lot of fun getting set for uh, Bears against the Raiders. What's up, boys? What's up? Selling. Brought to you by Steinhoff. Sell it. <laughs> sell, it. sell what? Sell it. Oh, Bear, Bears Raiders. You can yeah. hear it right here on ESPN Chicago. 
Sylvie Dion Lance will have the pregame starting at uh, 10 o'clock well, listen, on I'm Sunday excited. morning. I mean, there's intrigue here. Like, there's a, it's a big game for the Raiders. They've yeah. won a couple in a row. I think you can get them here with a letdown game with Brian Hoyer starting. I think uh, the Bajan story is an interesting one. See if the defense can stack a couple of good performances. Let's see if we can get a, a home victory for the first time since 1944. Yes. I mean, <laughs> since... When was it again? Sid Luckman played. Yeah. You, I, I asked, asked you three times. It was. Do you remember? Try and guess. It was the last time they won at home was 2022. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. It's easy. September 20. The Houston Texans. Right. Mm-hmm. I believe that was September 25th. Yeah. 2022. The defense saved the day. Yes. Mm-hmm. Two Two interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie had one. Right. It was and an Roquan ugly game from Justin, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It we've was, come so far. You guys uh you guys are right. There's an opportunity. Uh we've said that before this season though. That's the problem I with know. this team. Is I this team has you know, we had one nice win and it was great, but unfortunately last week was really disappointing. The way they came out once again not prepared. Like that that's where I, I continue to look at this idea that Eberflus doesn't seem to be the guy. And, like, that's, that's, like, the one thing that I have a solid thought about at this point in this season already. Like a for sure. We know like for sure. Like, this isn't, yeah, he's not the long-term there. answer, right? Yeah, it hasn't that. turned around quick enough. There doesn't seem to be the building blocks moving forward. A lot of times, young head coaches in their first spot get this bump, this artificial bump early on from, from guys who are buying into the enthusiasm. And no it, bump. And there's no bump. They're just, it, it, it just doesn't. And then, you know, we can also discuss all the quarterback stuff. Uh, but you're right. Like, if Bajan goes out there and plays well, I think that could be, that could be fun. That, I enjoyed that could your be, conversation yesterday. It could be good. And, and I, I do believe that if he plays well, people are going to be asking for Bajan to start. Yeah, that doesn't mean that they're going to do it. Yeah, I'm they, with you. People I don't have been think asking the team to, yeah. to sell for decades. Yeah. They're not going to do it, okay? <laughs> if he plays well like, and Justin's listen, healthy, Justin's going to We could play. have ten full lines of people wanting Bajan to start. They're not going to do it. Well, here, here's Fields the thing, is going to come back and say, play take and finish up the year. Make sure it's totally healthy. Well, if I'm let's see another week. Look, if I'm Justin's representatives, I'm telling him, you know, with uncertainty on your horizon, don't come back if you can't grip a football and spin it the yeah, way you need yeah, to. Absolutely. But I also think that like he like this they have to make it I think they've already made their decision, but they have to make a definitive decision. And they have to, you know, show people that's like like look, like this ain't you see like even I think he comes back even if he look if Bajan plays well, just so the franchise can go, look, he's not doing it. The dude out of Shepherd's doing it just fine. Like it makes even more of a case to have uh, Fields come back because then you could hammer it even further home that he's not but getting it. But if he's not their guy, I've always said too, you're going to want to trade him, and you're going to want to get something for him, so you yeah. don't want to diminish his value. I, I, I don't think he's got any value. What do you? Oh, what do you get? I think someone will. I think someone will trade yeah. for him. Fourth yeah. round I think pick? he could be your guy. I think you could get more. No, I don't think so. It depends on how the a rest three? of the season goes. Yeah. Two. No, so you're not, not getting to be a determined. No. You're definitely not getting a one. No. no. First no. overall pick. No. <laughs> they already have that. Trade to themselves. They would. We're trading. <laughs> We're trading about this conversation. We'll give you Justin Fields for the number one pick. Okay. It's a pick you already own. They don't oh, know okay. that. No, no, no. Right. no they don't know that. Just say <laughs> And then okay. 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 Like, right. damn it. <laughs> Wait a minute. We We're are still here. Are we still doing this? 
Huh. Think about this. Listen to this conversation. I yeah, know. we're bears. Yeah, I'm going you, home and getting drunk again. Okay. This is like, that's what it reminds me of with, with my feeling of being Bulls peppy. basketball right around the corner. <laughs> I feel oh. peppy again going into Sunday thinking that they could win. This is like when I was young and in college and I would get so drunk and I would throw up and I would say, I'm never drinking alcohol again. I'm never drinking again. By. And then all of a sudden, uh, the week would go by, and a couple of days would go by without drinking, and Thursday would get here, and I'm like, you know what I feel like? I feel like beer. <laughs> I'd go back out to the bars. I'm yeah, like, yes, never, I'm drinking I, again. Same thing That's for me. That's how I feel like with Bears football again. I never let I'm it re- get to Thursday. I'm ready to drink Bears Kool-Aid again. Never let it get to that point. I never let it get to Thursday. I was, right back, back, on, on I was yeah. back on that. I was back on that train on on Tuesday. I, yeah. I I feel the there's there's some Kool-Aid vibes because it it would be a lot of fun if the quarterback plays well. But I think you guys did a good job of laying out today. Like the the expectations that he's going to play well, I think are a little overblown. Like well, people are all like, "Oh my God, he's, he's going to get the ball! He's like, going to get so the ball out so it. much faster!" Yeah, of course he is because the offensive line isn't playing, and he's not going to have a choice. But you, so you said it like an hour ago about how rookie quarterbacks in their first starts rarely play really well, no matter who they are, no matter who they are. Right, Pike number one picks, you know, fifth round guys or guys sure. who played at Shepherd. You know, like that, that's the thing is like, I think we can hype ourselves into being interested in this game, but chances are he's going to struggle at times. That's, that's, that's usually what happens. And you mix in whatever they're doing with the offensive line this week. And that can Which is another big question help, mark. Right? Yeah. I played Max um, Crosby over .75 of a sack. I that was him, juiced up I played, minus 150, but I still played I it. played him over 3.75 sacks. Yeah, can I can I, get, can I get six sacks? Yeah, what's what are the you odds? Might as well on, make the play. What like, are the odds on over five and a half sacks? <laughs> Jeez, look, I, I'm I'm interested. I, I'm interested every Sunday, but I'm I am interested to see how he plays. I get no real, I, but I have to tell you, I have no like definitive feeling about what's going to happen. You could convince me anything could happen on Sunday. I, I just I, what I feel strongly about is is he's got so much football experience that I don't think the the moment's going to be too big for him. I don't think the lights are going to be too bright. I think I don't think he's going to be overwhelmed. I just don't know if I I understand he can that play argument. well in the step up in in class. I get that he's got a lot of football. So does every quarterback. Not in true. The NFL. Not, Not true. Always. No, no. Not Fields always. has Fields has a lot of football. Not he as played, much as him. He played high school. Mitch didn't have a lot of football. Mitch didn't, Mitch didn't. didn't have a lot of football. Okay, but Fields has had a lot of football. Well, I mean, maybe he's not a good comparison then, but a lot of guys in the NFL don't. A lot of guys have come yeah. out recently without well, playing. I understand what, that, but uh, I'm uh, comparing, him to, like comparing him to Fields. Indy. Yes. Like yeah. Fields Anthony has played Richardson. three yes. years yeah. of NFL football. Like there's, I think that I think that the amount of experience that Fields has had is more than what like Bajan's played against the D2 schools. My point is, is as a young player, yeah. he's not going to be overwhelmed because he's had so much previous experience. He's not a guy coming in with three games under his belt. He didn't no, look overwhelmed no. last week. No, he didn't. He looked like he was under control. He made and, a couple of catastrophic yeah. mistakes that rookies made, yeah. but it wasn't because his head was spinning. And I know it's just uh, football players speaking at a podium, but he seemed confident and like not... Uh, like the moment was too big when yeah. he spoke to the yeah. media this week. You know, That's, like sometimes you get guys up there and they seem nervous. They don't seem like sure of themselves. Like at the very least, he's confident in his own abilities. And we'll Whether see how it least, plays out. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 
That's why, Chris, I don't know what really to expect. If I felt like he was going to be overwhelmed in all aspects, then I'd be like, oh, disastrous here. I, I don't have this disastrous feeling in my stomach. I think it's still yeah. good if he plays well. Like, it's still of beneficial course. for the team of if course, they yeah. play well. Because I keep, regardless of the quarterback, there's still too many guys on this team Amen. that are supposed to be a part of this team moving forward that need to be successful. Like, if hey, he has a good Darnell day. Mooney? Well, that's my point. If he has a good day, it means that Mooney and yes. Komet and Moore and all these guys have good days. Like, that's good for the team. I'm not rooting against him. I just, like, let's just wait and see what he does. Selfishly, for what we do, oh, I just yeah. want it. Yeah. Oh, I hope yeah, they, they don't, don't lose great. like 35 yeah. to 6. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris. If he throws for 300 yards and three Ooh. scores, this city's going to be oh up for grabs. Yeah, yeah. You will. You're and right. Then you'll get, and, and then people will be pissed fun. when Fields comes back. Well, like, think about it. That will be a fun week of conversations of that aren't talking about next year's draft. Yes. Look, at the very least, having a good, cheap backup is oh, a good yeah. thing. Yeah. It's one it less thing on your list that you need to take care of next year. For sure. Year. And it's, a long, if you, it's a long list. Look, yeah, and it is. If right. Fields is out for a while and Bajan plays well, then you draft a quarterback and then we get a quarterback battle. Those are my favorite. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can already start an old-fashioned quarterback battle. Black and Abdallah. The number one overall pick in Tyson Bajan. Black and Abdallah coming up next. I don't know what you're doing selling. right now. He's selling it. Uh, thank you to Kyle Schwarber who joined us. Also, Tom Thayer joined us as well. Did I end Doug Kazarian? Doug Kazarian. That was very exactly. good. Tyler, You're a good question. I got one right out of the gate. Have I made up any ground? God, no. No. This king? Are you kidding me? No, it's unbelievable how many good questions. People want to patronize him. They they want to either (laughs) eliminate you from the... the from the competition, him. or we were supposed to I get rid of it. Tom I need you to pee in a cup. Good question. You got to pee in a cup. Sh- shocking. Sylvie's a sore loser over there, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> uh, thank you to Tom I'm going to go pee in a cup right now. <laughs> For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great weekend.